You feeling ready? I'm ready. All right, we're <laughs> going to start recording in three, two. Hey, everybody. I'm Naomi Sedani, and I'm the founder of Little Denty Pediatric Dentistry here in Darien, Connecticut. Come join me along for the ride and see how it unfolds. This is the making of Little Denty. What's up, Naomi? How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. T- today, a snowstorm. Snowstorm yeah. hit you, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Supposedly the biggest one New York has gotten, aka the only one New York has gotten. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, there was the first snowstorm in the area, basically. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like in March. Was it? Was it like a legit one or were you like, uh? I feel like they were making it out to be like something really bad. Um, mm. I mean, it definitely snowed and there was freezing rain last night, but it was like all the schools canceled. Everyone was two hour breaks. Businesses were closing. And then we drove or like we came in by train just so we didn't have to deal with the highway. And it's totally fine. <laughs> is it real? So there's nothing. No, is it, has it passed? Uh, yeah, it's not even snowing. Like the snow has stayed and it's definitely there. And it's like slushy, icy status mm-hmm. now. But nothing wild. Like New York, it was fine. I don't think Connecticut knows what a snowplow is, but that's all good. <laughs> it doesn't snow in Connecticut? No, it definitely does. It's just like the roads here are way worse off than New York roads. Oh, I get you. I get you. You don't, they don't, they don't know how to like to plow in and people can just get stuck. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. So has that set you back today or what has it done? Yeah. Um, I have four or five patients on like the calendar today and three of them canceled yesterday just because of like the snowstorm and snow days and they were going to have to be home with the kids, blah, blah, blah. And then we had, I had an op this morning, like a nitrous op. And then her brother was going to be getting a new patient exam and we kept trying to contact them to see if they wanted to reschedule but she was insistent on coming in so we opened up the office to be able to see them were you trying to reschedule people today or I mean I was just asking them I didn't want to force the appointment or anything I know some people just don't feel comfortable driving in snow and Mm. right now my schedule has a lot of flexibility in open spots so I didn't mind like being like hey if you're not comfortable I totally get it yeah so then were they all able to reschedule or were they like, oh, I'll get it back to you or? Um, one of them's getting back to me. She tends to only come here because right across the hall is like that pediatric therapy group. Mm-hmm. And their therapist is supposed to come in on my dental visit with him. So she has to re-coordinate that whole thing. And then the other one is my cousin and her kids. <laughs> so you better come. we rescheduled her. I was like, you better be coming. Yeah, and then. Yeah. The other ones were just the op and the sibling, and they definitely came. And it was actually good because I got to spend more time with them, and it was, like, easier for sure. And I, it turned out to be a good visit. So it's all good. Now I'm just oh. here doing admin work. Oh, that's good. How long is normally, like, that new patient or that patient visitation that just happened? I mean, I think if it was, like, recalls and more frequently, I wouldn't say it would take more than 20 minutes. But just because you're trying to get to know the families, you're talking, you're trying to understand what they're coming from, I would say it takes 30 to 40 minutes. And I did some like same day, like sealants and all that stuff on him. So Mm. are you asking for like reviews and referrals already or no? So the mom today, she on her own says she's going to refer a family friend to us, which was like really sweet. But like, I'm starting to ask Beatrice to say at the front, like, hey, if you had a great experience, which it sounds like you did, we really love a review. I'll be happy to send you a link once you're home. 
So we're starting that dialogue here. No one has mm-hmm. done it like in our face quite yet. And then 24 hours after the appointment, we always send like a follow-up text. Hey, we're hoping blah, blah, blah did well. As you know, we're a brand new business and readings and reviews mean a lot to us. If you enjoyed your experience, we'd love to hear about it. And here's a link. Gotcha. So you're doing that now? Yeah. Yeah. We started like those texts. So I have to work with Casper on like if it can be automatic because right now <laughs> I'm yeah. the one that's going in 24 hours after the appointment and sending that text message. <laughs> Manually all the time? Yeah, right now. But I think there has to be a way to do it through yeah, Casper. I was going to say there yeah. has to be. Yeah. I assume. I They're very know. good at automation. So that's good. That's good. So far, out of all the, I guess, software that you have, has any of them been like, I didn't really need this or "Eh, I expected more from you or kind of thing or no? Mm -mm. Casper, truthfully, has been like my, I don't want to call it saving grace, but I think it's the one that's like showing like a lot of great feedback. Beatrice, my front desk slash assistant, she loves it. She loves the patient communication. Like she loves like the ease of being able to see everything. The forms are something I'm just still trying to get a little bit more used to, but everything has been like really seamless so far in terms of like at least the communication side, being able to do whatever I want. And so I'm, I'm extremely happy, but I love the fact that I don't have like Mango Flex. I don't know what else is like swell. I don't don't know what's like in those all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Next Health, whatever. I'm very happy. And as a minimalist myself, I just really appreciate it's a one all be all and one program. I don't have to like contact all these different people. It's just there. And what's also great on Casper, if none of you guys have like ever demoed it, they have like a little chat button like on the main desktop page itself. So it's kind of nice that while I'm dealing with an issue or a question comes up, I can still have a chat text with them and they'll be able to fix things while my day is going. And it's mm-hmm. up on a web browser. It's not like a software program that's integrated onto your desktop. So I can access it from anywhere. Hmm. When it comes to the forms, you mentioned you're still getting used to that. Why? So theirs is definitely more set up for GPs. I think just P's just has a little bit of a different need. So like the extraction form, mm-hmm. um, it's saying like, please don't smoke after the extraction. <laughs> I don't think my, <laughs> my little seven-year-old yeah. today is going to be having a cigarette afterwards. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I keep telling the parents, I was like, I'm so sorry. This is an adult form. I'm still working on the kid's form. <laughs> Please ignore this part when you're signing the paperwork. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, no, he does. He does. Like, no. I, I assume Luna is not like smoking, right? And she's like, no. I was like, okay, just making sure. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, so just stuff like that you have to adjust. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, that's good. I'm learning. I'm learning as we go. So far, it's been okay. <laughs> and then you also started your work, huh? Or your associateship. You're sure? Yeah, yeah. So that's, I'm actually going to be there for three days this week. Um, My boss, that's usually there three times a week. He just got married last weekend. So he's kind of escaping for a couple of weeks. So I opted to cover him because I haven't had a job since December. The bills are going to be coming. So I figured might as well <laughs> work the next three days and I'll just consolidate everyone as much as I can. Okay, that's cool. You're working what three days? Typically, I'm there Wednesdays and Thursdays. But this week, I'll be there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Gotcha. Okay. Have you done any marketing since last week? So I'm trying to reach out to one of the most local schools. Right now, the daycares, we had dropped them all cupcakes and like tote bags for the employees. So I've been trying to contact the director about doing a presentation for the little kids. Turns out like a few days after we went, some other pediatric dental office went and dropped off toothbrushes. So 
the director was getting us confused with them and blah, blah, blah. But basically, he just said, send him over an email of what we'd like to do. He's going to forward it to the teachers and see which teachers wouldn't mind us. Did you forward the email? No, I literally just found this out last night. So oh, okay. that was part of my plan today to send an email. But I also don't want to just send like a little text email with like bullet points. I think it would be a good idea for me to have maybe a small presentation or PDF like thing about this is like what I usually do, blah, 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 just so I can have it for like future daycares or school presentations. Do you have something like a presentation already or no? I have an idea of what I would want to do, but it really depends on the age of the kids. Like I think for more of a daycare sort of developmental thing, like having them, for example, you can do a happy tooth and like a sad tooth and kind of put foods that like Mm -hmm. go towards a happy tooth or the small sad tooth. Another one would just be taking like a toothbrush and they can dip it in white paint and paint the tooth with the toothbrush. There's like little things like that. Just kind of just depends on what the teacher is up to, but I want to be able to have marketing materials also available as well. So outside of like the toothbrushes, I want to be able to have like a small little, not just business card, but like a little detailed sort of like, I don't know what you call it, postcard. Yeah. I guess a postcard, mm-hmm. like some more bullet points that are a little bit more um, catchy and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to make sure I have all the right stuff like available too. And yeah. then the other marketing thing is we're having like a five-day local business giveaway starting next week. Mm-hmm. So I've been in contact with a few of the businesses in the Darien area. Um, three or four of them have offered to donate some product or services, and we're just going to be matching each other on the days of the giveaway. Uh, so some like local people can get some swag. Two of them have been like really, really sweet and like totally on board to help promote me, like both internally as well as like on their social media. So one of them is a local soccer league that just opened up in the past like six months. So we obviously definitely have the same age groups, like two to eight. They have currently like 50 people in the, 50 kids in the area that are part of their soccer league thing. And then in April, they're going to be doing spring registration, which is definitely going to be even more people at that time. So they said that I could come in with swag bags and they would be giving it to all the parents for me which is like really nice of them. So I'm trying to create like marketing materials dedicated to that. Like I'm trying to go the trauma route. (laughs) If your kid has this, here's a few bullet points. Don't forget to call us. We're also here, you know, stuff like that. And then um, there's another business. It's like a stretching sort of thing. It's called Limber, but Mm. uh, they have a lot of middle school and high school students. So it's a little bit of a different age group than the soccer one. But they have a lot of like sport athletes as well who come and like get their services. Um, a lot of the families like come into their thing. And she was like, yeah, just drop off your business cards or whatever else you want. And I'd be happy to give it to anyone who I know who's a family. So nice. That's going to be good. Yeah. We literally just came out with an article on the Dental Marketer website about how to do a presentation and get into schools. I'm reading it right now. There's a sample email reaching out to school administrators if you ever wanted to use it. Um, it's kind of like a good outline. You know what I mean? I'm saying like the presentation will be approximately like, you know, this long and we'll cover topics such as the importance of brushing and flossing. Then you can kind of ensure what you're going to do, the role of diet, oral health, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Wait, that sounds like right up my alley. I know that in the marketing course, you guys have really awesomely covered like this thing. So that was my goal tonight, which was like part of why I also didn't want to send anything out like quite yet. I want to be able to go in like sounding like a little bit more professional. I was going to re-listen to that part of the course and like. Well, read this. Read this yeah, article about where you like this one is a little bit more like up to which I'm going to we're going to add it to the course here pretty soon. Yes. But if you want to um, look into this one, because I think 
that would be cool. Also, at the same time, I wanted to ask you, social media wise, what are you doing? So I have uh, someone who's doing graphics for me. She's putting out 12 graphics like a month. Um, I don't know if you can even get access to it like right now while we're talking, but Instagram or what? My my Instagram is a little denty smiles. But basically, I just sent her my branding stuff. I sent her some like pinpoints of like things I want to cover for the month. So we just actually had a call like yesterday. My goal is obviously this giveaway for the next like for next week. We're going to start promoting it. I'm starting to try to promote educational content through Reels. Um, And then I also have just one of the things I keep getting a lot of questions from parents just because it's on my website quite yet is what insurances am I in network with? And that's something A, I'm working on the website side, but B, I want to now start like publicizing through social media. I was waiting to get in network with a few more before I started putting the word about it out there. And I also created an in-house membership plan. So I just sent her all those details. So that's going to be starting to get pushed out during the month of March. Gotcha. So do you guys have like a specific day where you're like, this is the day we're going to create a ton of content for Instagram or is Instagram your main, I guess, what's going to be your main platform? Yeah. And anything that's going from Instagram is going straight to like our Facebook page at the moment. And I'm still playing with Facebook ads like a little bit, but what I, I haven't created any specific ad just for Facebook. I've just been boosting some of the posts that are a little bit more engaging, more educational or more about come to little denty for X, Y, Z. And I'm just kind of seeing right now, like what is biting and what's not biting. So that then I can kind of know where do I want my efforts to go into a little bit more. Am I getting more engagement on reels? And cool, I'll make a reel. Um, am I getting more from some of the stuff that I spent more time on artistically? Fine, then I'll try to come up with a little bit more creative posts. I just don't want to keep bleeding money out into something that's not actually going to be working for the sake of saying it's a Facebook ad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm just trying things out right now. With the little things that you've been trying out, mm-hmm. I mean, not the little things, a lot of things that you've been trying out, but the little time that you've, I guess, been trying it out. Mm-hmm. What have you seen where you're like, this looks like it's moving the needle? Interestingly, um, one is like my business card logo. I don't have it with me right now, but it's, I had done like a specialized like photo shoot months ago that I'm going to plan on be putting out on like social media. Um, They're just like basically taking everyday objects and it's going to be the way I speak about like dental education. But Mm -hmm. in that photo shoot, one of the images was specifically for my business cards and like any sort of related content. When I posted that on Facebook, I was like, we are opening up February that one just blew up. Like the amount of DMs I was getting about like, oh, I love the creativity. I love this. It got a lot of engagement, I think, just like from maybe the way it looked. And then secondly was anything that's been involving my face, which I wasn't expecting. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, my face. Which I wasn't my expecting. Face. <laughs> that's a good thing, though, I guess, right? No, it's You're great. Like- <laughs> like, thanks, guys, like for <laughs> liking my stuff. But yeah. I kind of thought that initially... Little Denty was the office and I'm kind of like an actor for a little denty. Hmm. So I wasn't planning on like promoting me solely as this is Dr. Naomi's office. This is little denty. So as a provider, I started showing the staff, aka me and Beatrice. So when I started putting my face out there, like a little bit, oh, this is Dr. Naomi, blah, 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 blah. Those have been getting a lot of more engagement than I was like expecting. So I think I'm just gonna start trying to promote things like of me doing stuff around the office or whatever, not specifically for Dr. Naomi, but just 
little dentist providers or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. are you are you also taking pictures of you going to these places where you're ground marketing or doing events stuff like that? Like that'd be good, I think. Yeah, that was uh, a mistake I made when we went around and I didn't do that. Uh-huh. But as a small like refresh, I'm in a medical building and there's seven other businesses in my particular building, but we have a neighborhood built literally right next door to me is another medical building full of 10 businesses. They're all owned by the same like landlord. And he gave me all their information so I could connect with them. So I'm going to be doing stuff with them. And I think through them, I'm going to start showing that like I'm coming to these businesses, going to a pediatrician's office, blah, blah, blah. The hardest part that I'm actually finding, and maybe it's just because I'm in a suburb and I'm coming from like a city In the city, pretty much every single location and company has a social media page. Like, Mm. it's probably one of the most widely used ways to connect with, like, customers in New York City. Here, like, not so much. If they do have an Instagram, I would say 60% of them are actually active. There's been some that are just haven't even been touched since 2020, 2021. And then at least, like, 15% of them just simply do not have Instagrams. So... For example, the pediatrician here, there's two of them, Stanford Pediatrics and Healthy Child. Neither of them have Instagrams. And I don't know how to show, hey, I went to blah, 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 and have them possibly repost it or something like that just because they don't have an account. Yeah, I wouldn't try to be a collaborator with them. I just more just take it for the content. You know what I mean? Like, hey, like we're here. And people be like, oh my God, my kid goes there. Mm -hmm. No, and then that's it, really. And then you can like, do the hashtags of their the community, not so much like because they have one. That's actually funny you're saying that because I'm trying to figure out now, now that I'm getting my groove and I'm kind of understanding things a little bit more, I want to do something silly for St. Patty's Day, get a little bucket and fill it up with like gold Hershey kisses, even though I'm a dentist, whatever. I like to give out candy. <laughs> yeah. Just like little things like that. Easter is coming. So like the fun of these holidays that are coming up my way, along with delivering them to like other kids kid-friendly places like around here, pediatricians, um, maybe like even nursing places, lactation places, doulas, like all of that sort of stuff. I want to try to find these businesses and just start connecting, just like have some fun with it. Yeah, I think it'll be nice. I think you'll, you will. But yeah, I'm looking at your Instagram right now. It's pretty good. Like as far as like the colors and everything, you know, and then yeah. the, the content. I think last time it was at in the hundreds and now we're looking at it and it's in the 200. So Yeah, it's slowly like getting built out like a little bit more. It's kind of fun, like seeing it grow. I remember the last, I think you and I spoke last like Wednesday, maybe. And Mm -hmm. when I saw Beatrice on Friday, I was like, Beatrice, we're at 199. I can't wait till we get 200. And then at the end of the day, we had 202 or something. And I like high fived her. I was like, yo, (laughs) this is is Spain, bro. This is Spain. (laughs) I was like, did we get our blue check mark? (laughs) A message Instagram right now. Be like, I'm ready for it. Like, right? It. <laughs> I'm ready to be verified. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's going to be good. It's going to be cool. I think that's the key, though. You have to, um, everybody I talk with who, you know what I mean, obviously has a lot of followings where they do have the blue check mark. They kind of do say that. They're like, yeah, even though it's your business, you got to somehow make it your own kind of thing, right? Unless you're like a big brand like Nike. You don't see the CEO posting his face or anything like that, right? I'm taking all like the little wins. Like when Charlie, my dog, comes and visits, I'm constantly showing him like throughout the day. We had the photographer come in yesterday for the giveaway. So we kind of showed him sitting in like the midst of all of this. People are like, oh my God, he's so cute. It's nice to get those like little engagement stuff. Today, before we walked into the office, Beatrice and I took a picture in like the snow, for example, the snow day. It's just like little silly things. And now... 
I'm starting to get a little bit more patient um, content. So like today I extracted a tooth. She took a picture with her tooth fairy certificate that I get for any kid that, whose teeth I take out. Um, and so she looks like miserable because she was like hardcore like standing, but it's still a cute picture. Nonetheless, <laughs> <laughs> she's like wearing a mask and like her eyes just look like she's like so intensely. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. So like the sweetest person um uh-huh. not in front of the camera <laughs> maybe like if if you could put that do you make people the parents sign a consent or we i have been like having them just sign something but through casper again i need to actually create like a real social media form because i'm not loving like what i do currently have right now what are you doing right now so when i hired beatrice there's like a Thing that says like oh you'll be allowed to be on like the social media blah 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 i just kind of took that blurb and i like send it to them and i'm like hey just like acknowledging this yeah so yeah, yeah. worst case scenario they yell at me to take it down that i take it down but yeah yeah that's true that's like the worst case I think yeah i want to say but that'd be cool like to post that up and make it like a caption contest what is she thinking like best funniest one wins or whatever right kind of thing uh, that would, that would be, actually be really funny yeah <laughs> Like, I swear that Luna really had a great visit, but what do you think she's actually thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Funniest caption <laughs> wins. Yes, exactly. <laughs> think about that. Think about that. Awesome. Okay, so this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about systems that mm-hmm. will be implemented and ones that you implemented already. Okay. What have you implemented already? And what I mean by systems is like, it can be anything from, not software related, right? But like anything from like morning huddles, mm-hmm. downtime protocol, patient experience, new patient experience. Uh, recalls, yeah. things like that. I guess first I'll start with, uh, we had Jean, my consultant, come in for two days before opening. And she kind of went through the idea of systems like with us a little bit. Some of the systems that she's pretty rigid on is obviously she's a consultant, so she's always thinking like financially. Mm-hmm. She was very big about making sure that you don't lose track of your patients. Um, so she set up if a patient like requires treatment, say, I don't know, an extraction of a tooth. She has like paper forms that we have to fill out that stays in a binder right by the front desk that we constantly have to refer to. So on down days, like when Beatrice is like here at the office, when I'm at my associate job, she has like a stack of papers that she can go through and make sure there's no unscheduled treatment. She also has like in that same binder, kind of like a follow-up schedule of every seven seven days you contact this next batch. And so she put in a lot of paperwork systems, if that makes sense. Um, She just believes that like electronically, like things are really great, but there also needs to be a paper trail as Mm. well, tracking patients. So that's been like one thing we've been trying to work on. It's a little bit weird doing it. It seems kind of excessive only because it's just me and Beatrice right now. We don't, we only have 20 patients like in our roster, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I'm pretty sure once we add on like more staff, more front desk and all of that, it's probably going to be a system that's good to implement just so that anyone and everyone who's involved in the office knows where to find unscheduled treatment. Now, in terms of morning huddles, that's not something we're doing per se officially, mostly because Beatrice and I travel together when we come to the office. Um, We either take the train together or we're both in the car that's kind of when we connect and we sort of talk about like our day. Hey, we have XYZ coming up. Hey, we have these tasks. We're just constantly checking in with each other. So we haven't exactly done that properly in the office itself, but we do have the talks that we expect. So 
for instance, what I usually bring up whenever I'm talking with Beatrice is like, okay, what patients do we have for the day? Anything special that we need to know about them? I would like you to do X, Y, Z. Then she'll bring up, hey, I've been following up on this claim. I haven't done this. I need to do this with open dental. Doc, you have to also like call this person. Like she also does like her check-ins. And then we just kind of talk about other things that we're kind of feeling need to be adjusted and stuff like that. So that's just a daily conversation that me and Beatrice always have together. When we do plan on like adding on a third person, I am probably going to make it more of an official morning huddle. But right now it's just working for us because of the way that we travel together. Yeah, that's kind of like your morning huddle right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I do think it's actually vital. I remember in my associate jobs, they kept trying to push like morning huddles on us. And we had like treatment coordinators that we worked with individually. And it just always felt like a waste of time. Maybe it was just the way that the office was set up or something. But I'm finding personally a lot of value in them and just having those check-ins. And God, I feel like I'm promoting Casper like hardcore in this. In this, But um, Casper also has like a task list that I can assign Beatrice. So it'll be like, hey, Beatrice, I need you to do like this, 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 this. And I can even put due dates on it. And then I can see when she's checking it off. And if she needs something from me, she can also task me. And it's just like really nice that I could go back home and she like put in something like, yo, you need a, I don't know, email Mike about like changing the podcast thing yeah, or yeah. something like that. It's nice to have that system there as well and that all of us have access to so we can kind of see what we all need to do. Patient experience, that's actually funny that you bring this up. Um, this is something that me and her have been having more conversations as of late. I think the past like couple weeks, I've only been open 20 days. Wow, it feels like longer. You've been but... open 20 days? 20 days. Wait, 20 working days or like 20 days in... Just 20 days in total. I open that's up a lot. That's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah, it feels kind of weird, though, when you say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, though. Out loud. I think the past couple of weeks, though, have been a lot about, like, just us getting our footing in, like, our own space and, like, just trying to figure out. We're both friendly people. We're nice people. So mm-hmm. I think just naturally we're like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. But everything I'm doing right now really needs to have a foundation so that when my team grows, all those people are acting in the same boundaries that I want or my brand to have. Does that mean like, for example, when someone walks in, do you stand up or walk around the desk? Do you give them a tour of the office? Do you go by first name? What are all of those like little minute like patient experiences and interactions that are part of your brand and also part of the patient experience that you want? So now that we're having a little bit more downtime on like during the day, Beatrice, I'm trying to make her focus on stuff that has nothing to do with me on the days I'm not here. But yesterday we were having like a pretty good dialogue about like patient experience of what we really want and what does that mean? Those are systems that we're just trying to create like a little bit more. And whenever we decide on something, I'm having her create like a manual in a way that so when someone or yeah, hopefully soon, but like whenever someone Mm -hmm. does join the team, they have the words that we're using, the dialogues that we expect and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, what, how would it work if when someone comes in, right, mm-hmm. and then they, they come in from a practice that, you know what I mean, like another practice, mm-hmm. they come in, how would you know if you're like, hey, no, use what we have, but what if they're like, but this works better? I think better is different for each person, right? But I think that's also on me to be open and receptive to hearing what they say, because it could be true. It could be better, right? Mm-hmm. I I might not know. I don't know everything. And I might be like, oh, whoa, wait, that's actually like a really good thing to use. Yeah, let's like implement that and let's like all try it out. But better to them 
might just be that they don't understand little denty quite yet and like mm. what I want out of the patient experience and maybe hopefully through conversation or seeing the way that we interact they'll actually be like oh this actually works for you guys but I'm always open to hearing what someone thinks is better it's kind of nice for someone else to be thinking about it instead of me <laughs> um, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that it will work <laughs> yeah no 100% yeah because I know sometimes people want to come in and you know what I mean depending on yeah I felt like it's depending on a couple of things, like their experience and also like age, if that makes sense. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you hire like a old, like, no, I don't want to say older, but like a really, really older right person. And then they're like, no, older than you is what I mean, right? Oh, no, totally. Totally. It's amusing to see even like, for example, Jean. Jean is older than both me and Beatrice. She's fantastic with communication. She's dealt with it on multiple different levels throughout her career. But the way that we even would go about something, what she views as like a great patient experience, I'm like, we could do one step better. I'm valuing like these minute details while she's like, well, I'm valuing this part. So it's like funny to kind of like see the differences like right there. What minor details or minute details are you valuing then? I think what makes your practice stand out besides like maybe your demographic report and blah, 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 all that's fun stuff is really like when a patient the moment that they contact your office, right? Mm-hmm. Even as something as simple as like, how many rings before your front desk picks up the phone? Is it two or is it four? All of those like tiny, tiny little details make such a big difference for a patient experience. When they're placed on hold, how long do you keep on on hold for? How do you communicate with them? When they walk through the door, are you saying, hi, Michael, it's really great to see you. And what's your name and things like that. Do you stand up at the desk? Do you offer them a water? Do you do all those things? Those little details, I think, is what's going to make your office stand out versus the office like down the street if they have the exact same thing. So those are the experiences like I value. I might, I do think I'm a good clinician, but like I think dentistry, like the actual clinical dentistry is maybe 10% and eight of what it is that you're actually doing on a day to day. You really need to make sure that a patient and in my case, the parents are really getting care and value and like trust within our office and Mm -hmm. the way I might interact with a new patient would be different than maybe a recall patient I haven't reached a recall phase (laughs) I've only been open 20 days right Mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe the time that I'm taking with a new patient and just like discovering who they are like those interactions those little details like what is a kid's favorite color right now for example it's going to be different than a recall patient which I've already built up that rapport with a little bit more so All of those, like, I think details really, really do make a big difference. And I would hope that when I bring on an associate, that's the stuff that I have written down of what I expect of them to be doing as well. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Do you have a protocol or like system for like the end of day? Like this is what everybody, Beatrice is what you need to do at the end of the day. Naomi is what I need to do at the end of the day kind of thing. Yeah, so I think we just naturally fell into the roles versus like it being listed. But since I'm the one in the back, like kind of dealing with the kids and like more of the op stuff, I'm the one that's basically cleaning up the rooms. I run the autoclave. I run, I do all of that behind the scenes stuff. Beatrice is like confirming everything was checked out okay. She'll run the production reports. She'll make sure like the phones are being forwarded to my cell phone. Um, There's no last minute patient communication stuff. Um, any admin related things, that's what Beatrice is taking care of at the end of the day. So I'm definitely the one who's in charge of making sure all the sections are off, all of this is off, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's just, it's been working for us so far. Um, 
but we'll see. I'm open to it changing, but it hasn't been too drastic right now. Yeah. I think when you get like an assistant and stuff like that, it's, it is going to, you know what I mean? Mm. Jeez, oh, yeah. Know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. What's the like, have you guys or did Gene ever give you guys like a weekly maintenance, monthly maintenance kind of thing? Yeah. So that's actually funny that you're saying that because me and her, me and Beatrice have been talking about like how we want to implement this. Jean gave us like just through her training manual, kind of like what you should be doing weekly, what you should be doing monthly. And me and Beatrice have been trying to figure out what's going to work for our office. So for example, I don't even think this was written in Jean's thing, but I have ADAC chairs. When the guy came, he was like, you have to make sure that you maintain them a certain way. During the week, definitely cabbie wipe them down, do whatever it is you need to do. But you need to actually like rinse off the cabbie wipe residue with some simple soap water and a microfiber mm-hmm. cloth. But one time a week, it doesn't have to be anything more than that. But you have to do that to maintain the longevity of your chair. So now, like, when do we do that? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be every Friday, because Fridays, I'm trying to close a little bit early just so we can use like the last hour to do those little catch up things. It's right before the weekend. Mm-hmm. Maybe every Friday is when we do all the cabbie wipe stuff. That's when we do anything autoclavable and like blah, blah, blah. So we're now approaching that one month mark where we have to like kind of run through the stuff with my chairs, my autoclave, all that stuff. I just haven't figured out what day of the month I want that on. So TBD. <laughs> okay, that's good. Wait, the chairs are a weekly maintenance thing or a monthly maintenance? Yeah, so def- he told me just like once a week, just wipe down the cabbie wipe residue. That's all you need to do. And it's going to expand the length of your chair. Yeah. I wonder if that's every chair because I, I remember never doing, I mean, the cabbie wipes, yeah, all the time, right? After every patient, but the soap. Yeah, one. I know. I never, I personally haven't seen that myself, but like I haven't worked in an office that had ADAC chairs. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because like their leather is like a little bit softer and like more malleable. Like I think I've used Peloton and Cranes chairs and I've used uh, Forest chairs and you can definitely feel the difference in the leather. It's like way more like firm so yeah as porous yeah. yeah so i don't know if that has anything to do with it but i'm listening to the guy right now yeah. <laughs> well, best. Best yeah listening to the guy yeah okay that's good so you're gonna have now are you writing all this stuff out naomi like the weekly maintenance are you thinking about it throughout the yeah. month or yeah. how so just because i'm running the op stuff like the back room stuff like at the end of the day i'm the one that's like remembering it but i think what I might do is a calendar in the back and then just like for the entire year, like right on the Fridays with a checkbox like next to it. I, I don't know what system to really implement right now. Honestly, if anyone has one for like how to handle that, that would be great. But I can easily assign tasks. I can do all that stuff. But I think it's important that it's written somewhere, almost like a monthly, like repetitive thing. We have a Google calendar that Beatrice and I share for like the office. I don't know if I should put it on there, but I have room in my sterilization to put up a calendar. So I was like tempted to kind of just set it up on there. Hmm. You you and Beatrice have your own separate Google calendar? Yeah, we both use like Gmail. So I just, before we physically were coming into the office so that we could like kind of, she knew like when I wasn't going to be available, um, what I was expecting, when I was expecting her to be in the office, we have a shared Google calendar on there. And also through Dark Horse, all of my email platforms are through Gmail. So even though it's like hello at littledenty.com, it's a Gmail workspace. Mm-hmm. So everything is done through Drive and the calendar. Okay, that's nice. So that's like a little, or not a little, but like a whole system in itself kind of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Are you going to add more of your team members on that calendar or no? 
I think so. I think especially who whomever's third, I'm assuming it would be an assistant, but whomever is on there, I think they need to be on there as well because just because you're assistant doesn't mean you wouldn't be doing admin and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. when it comes to admin work and your systems for that, how do you know what to do? So Gene did kind of like guide us like a little bit about what your expectations should be, like in terms of insurances, blah, blah, blah. I think just an understanding from working as an associate in other offices, I've been able to get a grasp of what needs to be done. But quite frankly, if I'm really honest, I'm still learning. For example, yesterday was the first time I got an insurance check, like ever, to the office. It's just like a fuzzy feeling. I finally got paid. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't put Beatrice on like my checking account yet for the office. So I'm the one that has to go and deposit it at Chase. I'm trying to figure out like that system for it. Am I comfortable yet with her doing it? Am I not? Um, even in putting in the check number into Open Dental, having her like input the things like properly. Are we scanning every single EOB in the check? All of that stuff. I'm just trying to figure out the systems like as it comes. And I'm hoping to make the proper protocol as it's like kind of going. Right now you're doing all that though. Kind of slash I'm telling her to do it. So okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, for example, the checks came yesterday. Me and her were driving in my car, so she was opening it up. We got it, like, right before we left. I kind of thought they were going to be claim denials just because I've been dealing with issues with Delta Dental. Yeah. Then we saw they were checks. And I was like, okay, great. I took the checks home with me. And then when I brought them in today, I was like, all right, let's, like, get this scanned into each patient's chart because it has the EOBs on there. I was like, let's make sure that all the insurance checks are, like, put into the, their accounts. So I kind of tell her, but then she actually does it. And then, I mean, one of her best qualities is her problem solving. So we were having some issues, like understanding some like minute things with like payments on Open Dental. She immediately gets on the chat with them and like, we'll figure it out. Mm. And then she'll update me. She'll be like, oh, by the way, this is like how you do this. So I'm not doing it per se, but I'm letting her know what to do. Makes sense. Do you trust her already to be like, go to the bank, make this deposit? I think so. Um, I have Chase for my bank account. Um, It's literally right across the street. Mm -hmm. So I don't think I care so much if she deposits and stuff, but I'm just trying to figure out the system of, am I, do I want the, we're going to be doing EFT soon. It's not going to be these personal checks. So will she have access to a checking account of any sorts? Will I give her access to electronically deposit all the checks or is that something I should be doing? I'm trying to figure out where my comfortability is. When I research online or just see what others are doing. It seems to be a 50-50 split. I just had to figure out where my personal, I think one of the hardest things for me and at least anyone else I'm talking to is that it's hard to give up control, but there's going to be a time that I just don't have the bandwidth to be doing this. There's a reason I'm paying someone to take care of like all this stuff, but mm-hmm. it's, I think right now it's a little bit hard to kind of give up that control because then I know exactly what checks are coming in. I know exactly what this and this is, but I do know I need to let someone do it and start to learn to kind of let go control a little bit while keeping an eye on it yeah no makes sense makes sense awesome okay so then monthly performance reviews are you gonna have those or not really are they gonna be quarterly weekly i don't know what are you thinking or yearly definitely quarterly i think that's really important quarterly it allows me to do the three and six month checkup which i think is really good Mm -hmm. um once again gene she had created like an employee review sort of thing about are you up to standards on XYZ. I just have a personal angst against objective criticism of someone. And I mean that in the sense of giving someone a, say, for example, a score of four out of five. That just sounds awful to me. 
I don't know why. I'm just, I don't know. Like, maybe it's because I've been in school for too long. So, like, numerical grades or, like, anything of this sort yeah. just doesn't really, like, work for me. I do think it's important, though, to always, like, highlight someone's positive traits and what they're really, really doing great on and then things I would like for them to work on. But I think those are so individually based versus even, like, somewhat agree, agree, strongly disagree, like, all of those sort of, like, things. I don't know. I, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what works for me on that front. But I think with, like, for example, Beatrice, just because I have her, I think probably sometime in May, I do want to catch up with her and be like, hey, I'm noticing you're doing a really great job with, like, communication, blah, 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 blah. I would like for your role to start including more responsibility with the back. So I've noticed, like, we haven't really, like, done that before. So now I want you to do this and mm -hmm. let go of XYZ. I think it just needs to be like almost like a dynamic dialogue a little That's bit. Interesting. Yeah. In Jean's performance review, I guess outline or template, is it like, hey, number them from one to one to five, one to six? And you're not comfortable with that? You're not like, I don't want to number. You kind of have to see it. Like maybe you don't have to do it that way, but you know what I mean? Kind of like, well, how good are you doing? I know. I I think if I had an office manager underneath me, for example, and she was the one that was like doing these, I would want her to probably do it. But I think with just such an intimate team, I feel uncomfortable doing that at this moment in time. I do think it's important to like let someone know where they need to improve. Because, for example, these quarterly reviews are also to see if and when they get a raise, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm constantly just only giving positive feedback and then suddenly I'm like, yo, you're not getting a raise. That's not going to make any sense. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm, for example, say in three months, I'm like, hey, I need you to be on time a little bit more. I'm just noticing we're having some a lot of discussion around like your timeliness. And mm -hmm. then in six months, I am still noticing it. At least that's documented, even though they're doing a great job and everything else. And then when it comes time to the raise, then I have it, the ability to be like, you know, this is just a common theme that we've been like bringing up. So I just need to figure out how I actually want to do it. I I guess I'm just taking it how I personally am. And I would hate to be graded out a score of five or even 10. I think I would prefer like more specific bullet points that are just related to me. But maybe I'm just being like sensitive. <laughs> I agree. But at the same time, I think if I were to like, okay, yeah, you're a Naomi. I'm sorry. But when it comes to like interpersonal skills or personal or whatever, I don't know, right? Like picking up the phone, timeliness, timing. Let's just talk about that timing. You're a two. But here's mm -hmm. why, right? Kind of thing. Here's the thing. There's two ways I think you can do this. Have you heard of the sandwich compliment? Oh, like start with a compliment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. And then do you know who um, Irene Iancu is? Sounds very familiar. I feel like you've brought her up before. She's been on the on the podcast. She's um on Instagram, Tooth Life Irene. Mm, yeah, that's yeah, probably. Yeah, she's, I think she has a practice in Canada or something like that. She thinks that's, she hates that sandwich compliment. She, on the, she says, she's like, I think if you're, giving enough good appreciation to your team, then you won't have a hard time saying what the heck you're late, right? Kind of thing. Um, but obviously in a better terminology, right? You're not going to be like, what the heck you're late? You know, you're like, hey man, like, is everything okay? Like you're, you're, you're late, you know, again yeah. this time. But I've gotten enough good feedback and appreciation from you to be like, okay, all she does is tell me negative stuff, which is not true. I don't know. Which one do you prefer out of those two? The latter. I think Irene's for sure. I think you really need to motivate your staff. And I think sometimes motivation comes in positivity. I don't think it always needs to just come in what, what they need to work on. So let me just use Beatrice, for example, again. Mm -hmm. She has been getting actually a lot of compliments from parents about her communication through text. 
people who haven't even seen us yet, they're like, Beatrice, you've been, you're so great at like your job. Thank you for communicating. This is like the first time I've ever gotten like such good communication before. And she's feeling very proud of that. Mm -hmm. It makes me happy that she's feeling proud. And that's one of my biggest pillars like in this office is like transparency and communication with my patients. So the fact that she's doing it, I couldn't be more thrilled. I constantly motivate that side of her by letting her know I see this and I appreciate 100% that you're doing a good job. At the end of the day, if she handled, for example, an insurance claim that has been one of our biggest pain in the butts, Mm -hmm. I have no problem and think it should be said, like, good job, like high five, like you're doing really, really great at this. It did make it easier when I did have an issue with her. It was a miscommunication between us. I wanted her here at the office, not working from home. And she like misunderstood what I had said and landed up like working from home. It was a quick fix, not a big deal. Yeah. However, when I was able to tell her, hey, let me just like restate like kind of what I expect from you, blah, blah, blah. This, these are the days I expect you to be in the office. It made it very easy for me to talk to her about it. And she knew I wasn't coming from like a bad place. She was receptive to it because she was like, oh, normally like Dr. Naomi would never say this. Mm-hmm. So and it was received well. And so I would also work in that manner as well. If someone was constantly critiquing me, I'm just going to be like let down and would want to distance myself. So, yeah, I think sometimes people feel or back then I feel like it used to be like that where it's like you can't always compliment them or else, you know, when you do give them a compliment, they're going to be like numb to it. And it's, I don't think that works like that. You know what I mean? I don't think it's like that. I think you, it, it's building blocks. You're getting built, you built, have, built. Yeah, but you also have to be confident to actually let someone know, like, when they're not doing a good job. I think that's, like, where a lot of this stems from. It's, like, that anxiety about letting someone know that they're doing something wrong. I think that one of the reasons I don't love the sandwich technique is oftentimes when people implement it, they use that word but, and it instantly negates any of the positivity that's been said either before or after. Mm-hmm. Because you just send me, you focus on like the meat of the sandwich. <laughs> you're just like, ugh, they're mad at me. And this but, it doesn't even matter. It's, hey, Naomi, you're nice, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. It, and you can I, say all these different things, but I still know the technique enough to know that you're just trying to like, soften the blow. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like. It does that. Or I've noticed what I do is I'm like, Naomi, man, like, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. You know, you're a fantastic person, but you need to say more things, right? Blah, 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 blah. But then I'm like, but you know, other than that, you're really great. So don't even worry. You know, don't even worry. Then now I just like the one thing, the negative thing, I like even undermine that myself even more. I'm like, don't worry about that, you know? So it's kind of, um, It, it does undermine it. And then honestly, like if you would have just told me that right now, then I think I leave confused. I'm like, but is it really that big of a thing? Because you just complimented me too. So yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm like, yeah. uh. <laughs> so it's better to just do the other thing than not what I. Yeah. Yeah. You are doing. Okay. That's good. That's good to know. I, I also like- think, I don't know if this has been something that's been talked about, like with Irene, maybe I should look into it. But I think intentionality behind someone's mistake also is a big thing too. I don't know, just I'll even use dating or relationships or whatever. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when like our partners like do something that irritates us, it doesn't mean that they came from a bad place. They might have no idea. They might not like, they might just be going about their day and they're like, oh, I like this person, but I'm still acting as me. And then you're like, oh, what you just did is so annoying. Um, It doesn't mean that they did it to annoy you. It's just whatever they did was just like the wrong thing. I think that kind of goes the same in business. For example, if Beatrice like misunderstood me or did something that I don't really love, 
I don't think that she came from a bad place. She's not purposely like, I want to screw over Dr. Naomi. Why would I go after her with like such judgment? No, yeah, I agree. But then let me ask you, how much of that would you tolerate? Where you're like, you know, that's not her intention, you know, but she keeps not maybe the same thing, but different things. It's like, you're just misinterpreting or I'm misinterpreting your actions and we're not hitting the ball here. Well, I think it's like dating. Then you got to break up. It's like, I love you, but our communication sucks. And no matter what we're doing, it's not working. So <laughs> I just think maybe we're not suited for one another. Do you have a system for that? Firing policy? Yeah. They're HR for health, but I don't remember it. <laughs> Wait, HR for health fires people for you? or If I remember when I made the employee handbook, there was like a section about if you don't do X, Y, Z, there's like the right to it or termination or something. So they wouldn't do it for me, but they have all the paperwork and all the stuff that I would need to kind of go about it. But yeah, I would probably have to just be like, this is not working. It's like breaking up with a patient. They don't believe in what I'm doing. Adios. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there has to be systems for that too. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like I'll know about the firing. I'm hoping it doesn't come anytime soon. It never <laughs> happens. It's open. <laughs> I know. But would you prefer having to fire someone or someone just ghosting you? Fire. You prefer firing? Yes, 100%. I don't do well with no communication. <laughs> <laughs> was it me? What happened? What's going on? It's, oh my gosh, know. I would be questioning it like all the time. I'd be like, what did I do? What was wrong? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm totally the girl that like needs answers. <laughs> closure. You're like, I need this closure. Yes, right closure. Now. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Awesome. Okay, uh, so then what's next? So definitely, in, I think marketing is just going to be a really big push for the next four weeks. So we're starting off March strong with like our five-day local giveaway. I'm trying to get more personal um, relationships going with GPs, orthodontists, oral surgeons, pediatricians, like just in the area. I just really want to start developing ties with the community. And that's just something I really want to dedicate like my admin time and like time off to. So that's kind of like the goals for the next next month. Yeah. Nice. Take as many like videos and pictures as you can with all that stuff. That's the key. That's going to be it right there. You know what I mean? I think the content is just something I'm, I need to like remind myself that I have to do it. I'm also like, Beatrice has also gotten to a point. She's like, I'm taking out my phone doc. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> or I'll be like, Beatrice, get out your phone because her camera is better for some reason on hers, even though we have the same iPhone. It makes no sense, but. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The consistency with iPhones is weird, man. But yeah. It's so annoying. Like mine is always hazy and I'm constantly having to wipe it down. Hers is like clean as a button every single time. And I'm like, what the heck? But Do you think you got in the lens dirt and stuff or no? I, I have a gut feeling there's something wrong. But quite frankly, I really want to update my phone anyway. So maybe I'll just write it off as a business expense sometime soon. Yeah. Which one do you, which one do you have? <laughs> the 11 Pro Max. Oh, that camera's good. I don't know why you. I know. Yeah. But like hers is like awesome. So I don't know. But yeah, like I think getting content is going to be the other thing. Um, I'm just trying to really push out reels now. Someone messaged me saying I should really try to go on TikTok. She was like, it just allows you to branch out like further than just your community. So that's something I'm going to consider. I don't know if I really want to. I had one viral video go on TikTok and it had nothing to do with dentistry. And then I got freaked out that it went viral. So I made my account private. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about? It was something so dumb. It was like about, um, there was like different sounds. It was like uh, ambulance, gunshots, like all that stuff. And 
then there was like a sound of no more fan going in the background. And what it was was just basically like New Yorkers can sleep through all these noises. But the moment the AC turns off, we all get up out of our bed. And it was just solely because I just wanted to see what TikTok was about. I think I did it. 2021 or something and all of a sudden it just blew up i think it got like a million views and then i was like oh shoot and then uh, yeah can you share it with us yeah yeah yeah, okay. <laughs> That'd be, yeah, yeah share it with us so i was on the literally right before this uh recording i was with do you know who dr simon chart is i don't think so okay he's um he was telling me a little bit about if you want you can look him up on instagram right now if you want while i'm you know, but um, he was telling me how he grew his following and his patience and everything through Instagram. But he said if he had to do it again, it'd be through TikTok. And he's like, and I know I would instantly kill on TikTok. Like it would be, it'd be amazing. But um, it's a whole different reach, a whole different ball game, like a machine. So if you want, well, dental, I just feel is taking over, and it's actually kind of fun because. I think Instagram is all about like professionalism, making things look good. And I think Instagram is trying to make it TikTok-y with the reels. I think the fun part about TikTok, at least when I'm enjoying like other creators, is like you can just go on like TikTok and you can mimic a kid just like acting up and like how you feel about it. But everyone finds humor in it because they expect TikTok to be lighthearted. And Mm. I kind of want to take advantage of that because like with kids, it can be like funny. It could be horrible. It could be like you could just like kind of make fun at it and parents could enjoy it. So might might as well. It's just like putting yourself out there is so hard sometimes. (laughs) And I just don't want to be like talked about or teased. So I I just have to suck it up and do it. But I think you're right. Oh, yeah. 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 So he, he doesn't have TikTok, but he's like, if I did. If I did have to do it again, it would be on TikTok. And he gave us like the reasons why. So I don't know. Something to think about. Something to think about if you wanted to Why do doesn't it. he go for it though? Like, did he say anything about why he wouldn't just start right now, even with the large Instagram following? Because he knows it will take time. So mm-hmm. he has like a family, he has some kids, and then Got he it. has a wife and he has a practice. He has that business he's running, the toothpaste right, company. Yeah, yeah. All this other stuff. Um, and so he's like literally, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, my PA, literally, I knew I would have to, take some time out in order to make content for that. Right. And mm. so that's the only reason he, I mean, he hasn't yet. I don't know if he will, but it was interesting to know like, Oh, he would shoot for TikTok. Yeah. Still, you know? Well, it's, I think like the other talk is just like how much longer will TikTok be around for? Yeah. So I've been like hearing those little whispers and stuff, but might as well take advantage of it while you can. And I think the good part about TikTok is I can translate it to reels. I hear that. I hear also, I think it was Manal who told us or something, but like if they know it, if Instagram's algorithm can detect or figure out that it's from TikTok, it won't try to boost it because they're competitors, right? They'll just be like, yeah. hey, you got to make your own stuff here. Maybe yeah. you can just use the same video. I don't, I don't know. I don't oh, know. You know okay. I mean? Well, I'll keep you posted. Maybe I'll go public. <laughs> make it, make it. Yeah, Again, make I'll, it. I'll reopen up my page. <laughs> Real, if I were you, I would do it for like just this month in March. Do it. Mm-hmm. Like open it up. Give it all you got. And then after that, you'd be like, let's see what happened, really. You know what I mean? And then. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. That will be a challenge for yeah. me. I, I'll take it. I'll do it. I'll do it just for you. Okay. Yeah. Do it just <laughs> for you. <laughs> check, blue check mark and everything. Yeah. End exactly. of March. Um, but send us the link of the. Uh, so oh, we can put it in the show notes. Yeah. No, no, no. I definitely will. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All righty, Mami. So sign us out. All right. Well, as you know, I'm Dr. Naomi. Uh, you can find me on Instagram personally at Dr. Naomi Sidani. But then my office's page is little denty smiles also another thank you for everyone that's been sending like those little 
cute cabinets and all that stuff for like the way that you guys have been storing stuff in your sterilization. Thank you. Um, you know who you are. I appreciate all of our conversations. <laughs> um, but if anyone has some like good systems in place for following up with pediatricians and general dentists and anyone that you've reached out to in the community, please let me know as well. I would love to share what I'm doing, but to get some ideas would be really, really helpful. Obviously, I'm already talking to the pro, but we'll love to also talk to some dentists who have been <laughs> doing this for a while. But other than that, this is the making a little denty. Go follow her on TikTok, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Find me on TikTok. I don't even know my handle yet. <laughs> Go in the show below and check it out. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye.